여기 현준데 존나 신나고요. 아무나 다 놀라서 존나 즐기세요. 존나 신기하죠. 예. 존나 신나죠. 존나 재밌네요. 예. 존나 신나요. I didn't know about this, but I can see it. I can see it. It's the you about to be a monk? It's the enlightenment he got. He knows some shit we don't know, bro. That's why he's so nice. Oh, that's why. Well, not, well, not y'all are being too nice, so, <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you be on the smoke-free shit. Okay. Smoke-free is him. Smoke-free is him. I like it. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Wait, now so you got to add that to your AKA. All right, word. I guess I should start that. What up? This is <laughs> What up? This smoke free zip. Hey, that's hard. Hey, that's hard. Hey, that shit is hard, man. All right, who's saying it's hard? Who are you? Hey, this is Doug. I'm from DC. I got a real simple name. It's Doug, D O U G. That shit was hard. You know exactly what I'm talking about when I give that to him. boy. Patty mayonnaise. You know, my yeah. You know, we, we on the block. My little dog. <laughs> you know, we here. No that's name. real. That's real. You know the person who's behind that little beat. Y'all already know this is E. What's good, peeps? Hey, E, you were just telling us about a dream, like a recurring... A recur- but was this a literal dream or like these are just your dreams? Yeah, and I mean, it wasn't really a dream that I was having every day or like a recurring dream, but it's just like different dreams that I'm just having in which it's just like people who I know, some of my best friends, some of my family members, some people I don't know, some people who I aspire to meet and some people who I aspire to um, also leave a legacy similar to theirs are in just like certain houses or certain kitchens or just certain living rooms, just kicking it. And um, I mean, that's, that's, pretty much what it is and sometimes i think is it are there situations especially even with dreams and i mean like there's gonna be some trippy shit honestly but like which is like the whole like multiverse thing right all the different universes that really exist like when we sleep and when we dream is it situations in which like another aspect another life of us is really living at or is it just things that we're currently possibly projecting, whether it's like our hopes, fears, and dreams, or what do y'all think about that? All right, I think 
think that's some deep shroom talk, you know, type of vibe, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's right. Your ass was good. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I think that, you know, what you said in the, in the context is really on point, bro. So I think, you know, more or less is, you know, your dreams are really your thoughts. And, you know, what you're unconsciously thinking is, you know, more or less what you're dreaming, really. Because I have dreams, too. You know, I like... I dream about my mom, you know, being straight. I dream about my mom, you know, some bad dreams happening. My mom is, you know, dead or something. You know, that's real dark. But, yeah, I have bad dreams and stuff like that where people I think about all the time. You know, something bad may happen to them or, you know, something good may happen to me and I may be able to take care of them. But, you know, I always think about my family. So I have dreams about my family, you know, whether that's them being straight or whether whether it's, you know, a, a mortality or something like that. But... You know, it's more or less what you what you're really thinking. What's your thoughts, Isam? Yeah, I mean, I've I feel definitely the same way in terms of a lot of the dreams I have. I've definitely had some trippy dreams that that felt like almost like premonition sometimes. Like, I mean, that's what deja vu is a lot of the time for me. Is like I've, I'm in a situation. I'm like, I've definitely dreamed this exact situation before. Um, right? Oh, you've had that same yeah. exact feeling. Is that which not- I mean, like that's an that's old definitely a thing, feeling, right? bro. Like, yeah, thing, I mean, bro. like that. That yeah, that's like that's been a thing, right? Like even like I remember I had to read like a di- like the Odyssey and whatnot, and it's like the they're Odyssey. talking to the <laughs> they're talking to the Greek gods and whatnot through dreams, or like the the dreams are how they're giving messages. And even in like pop culture, like as we were talking about this, I was thinking about how Kendrick Lamar had claim, or I mean, not even claims because I'm not going to doubt that he had this dream, right? So it's like Kendrick said that he had a dream where like the ghost of Tupac told him to carry on his legacy. So it's like maybe you know it's it's it trips me out sometimes uh, for sure. I mean, my rap name is Lucid Dreams, but that's a whole separate conversation. But dreams are, okay. dreams are <laughs> so you feel hey, me, bro? You feel me? Yeah, yeah man. Bro, dreams I'm are there. dreams I'm are there too, really... bro. I'm with you. That's a yeah, legit man. thing. Also, too, now that you bring up the Odyssey, that was one of the first books I ever spark noted because I decided not to read that shit. That shit was way me too long. Me too, nigga. <laughs> bro, I swear to God, I had a paper doing like in like tenth grade. Bro, I spark noted the fuck out that paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used spark notes like shit in tenth grade. That was a fact. I was gonna say that the Odyssey is actually one of the few books that I didn't spark. <laughs> I Damn. actually like the Odyssey. I, I just thought that probably that shit. one day. I can't do it. I can't do it, bro. I watch a movie on it. I was gonna spark say it would make a dope like HBO series or something. Yeah, I watch a movie on it. Those those books like that in the Harry Potter books. I couldn't get with it, yo. Like I like the I like the real books, like nonfiction, self help, you know, like books like that. Like I read a lot of books on like my job and you know career type shit because if I feel like it's not like really gonna you know impact something that like tomorrow immediate, I don't really feel like spending the time reading that shit for real. But like them self help books, like this book called Principles by Ray Dalio. That shit is a beast, bro. That shit is a 500-page book, and that shit is a is all about Ray Dalio's and Bridgewater Associates' principles and how they run that whole culture there. And that shit, like, really is a is is kind of mind-numbing and brainwashing for real. <laughs> that shit, a brainwasher. Hey, I remember like fresh off of you reading it when I came to your crib and like. Yeah, yo, yep. Every five minutes, you just be like Ray Dalio, man. Ray Dalio. <laughs> it was cutting the check. Me. Nah, it ain't cutting no check for me. I wish. <laughs> I wish he cut me a check. It's me. That's the biggest hedge fund in the in the country. But 
Yeah, bro. That shit is it's about, you know, the two main points is like radical openness and radical transparency. Radical open mindedness. And then it's like a bunch of different, you know, touch points on, you know, being radically open minded to believable people. So not necessarily just listening in to to whatever whatever everybody else got to say, but only people who have having a, a proven track record of, you know, being on point on a such and such topic is someone you should be open minded to hearing, you know, hearing or being transparent with. You know, so, you know, that's like one touch point I'm going to drop. But I would say, shit, that book changed a lot of uh, how I go about my day to day. And, you know, more books like that are always helpful. Wait, can you can you elaborate on that radical transparency? Because I want to see yeah. if it's the same kind of transparency that me and my closest friends have. Because some people yeah. think that we're just mean to each other. But it's like, at the end of the day, if I don't let them know this or they don't let me know that, who facts. else will be that honest and that real in this world? No, yeah, facts. So, like. At Bridgewater, right? So imagine this work culture, bro. So each associate has a baseball card. And each baseball card has your strengths, your weaknesses, all these different attributes, all on this thorn baseball card. And the reason he that he's that transparent is because he believes that by being that transparent with your strengths and weaknesses or, you know, what have you in general, it's easier to, to see weakness and to fix the weakness as opposed to not necessarily, you know, kind of just being all nice and, you know, not necessarily getting down to the point or whether where the issue lies or trying to create a solution for whatever problem you may have and in your in your day to day or how you go about your, you know, your your work. So, you know, he, he believes in having a diverse group of, you know, like minded people working on in certain parts of Bridgewater, whether that's your analyst and you're a smart person and you like analytics and your weaknesses is talking to people, you're going to be in a room fucking with Excel all day and you're not going to talk to nobody. But if you're, you know, someone like, you know, us three or me, you know, who can talk to people, you're not going to be doing Excel all day. You'll probably be doing like, you know, more the client facing or something like that, something that's a weakness. And, you know, one of the cool parts about it in the radical transparency is, is an app so that every associate has to have and pretty much it's a live chat form so let's say we're in a meeting and the ceo walks in and he's giving his whole spill and you think he's saying some dumb shit you're supposed to literally write hey i don't agree with that and explain why or you know such and such point is dumb or you know i don't like this point you make and or and you have to back that up and everybody can see what you're writing and, you know, if they don't like what you say, they got to, you know, put some shit or write whatever they feel is right. Or it's a bunch of smart people just saying what they believe. And it with all those smart people. Yeah, yeah. Just keeping it a book. With all these smart people keeping it a 100, it's only going to add to more value to the topic because you're only seeing what all these smart people are saying. And, right, right, you know, right. Which, which will lead to more of a positive solution. Because you're getting all these great ideas out in the open and it's all transparent. Yeah, I was going to say that like what's interesting to me is that because earlier you said that it's not nice um, like yeah. or it's not about being nice. But at the same time, it's like it's still about removing the ego, right? It's still about like service right. to the idea. That's one of what's the things. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like you have to serve the idea. Like I work in brand strategy and I think the reason I've been successful in the work that I do is because I'm very much like don't care about 
my role in the process as long like i've I've been kind of doing a lot of different things in relation to brand slash digital strategy and the reason i've been effective at my job is because i just care about making sure that whatever is like released to the public like whatever content is coming out is dope like i'm in service of the idea and i feel like I, I, i bring that to everything that i kind of try to do like even my relationships. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm perfect or anything, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I've been yeah. trying to like bring that energy to my relationships and everything where it's like, if you're, if I'm, I'm trying to remove my ego from it. So that way it's like, if I am criticizing you, it's because I feel like you can criticize me. And like, if there's a baseball that's card a about fact. you, then there's a baseball card about me too. You know what I'm saying? Facts. That's a, that's what it's about. He's like, remove the, like all this stuff we're talking about is in the book. Like remove your ego you know, your ego is your worst enemy. You know, you got to more or less be a blank slate ready to take in as much information from believable people as possible. You know, shit like that. Like, I gave a shit to my manager because, you know, he's like a, a know-it-all type of guy. And I'm like, that's not how you coach me. I'm not going to take towards that type of coaching. Like, that's not how I've been coached my whole life. I played football 17 years. And I got I got relationships with all my good coaches. And I did great things on the football field, and it's because of the relationship and how I've been coached. Nobody coached me like that. So you're not about to just sit here and just try to, you know, belittle my work and talk down to me because, like, I'm in New York and I do finance. Like, fuck that. Like, you need to read this shit. This dude is multi-trillionaire, billionaire guy, and he don't even coach like you coaching. So you need to really figure out what you're doing wrong and get that shit out in the open and just, you know, be open-minded to how I take coaching so you can coach me the right way. That's a fact because everybody's not, people work differently and you can't give the same cookie cutter routine to everything. You know what I mean? Obviously people try to coach the same way because they think it's going to produce the same result. But if everything was going to produce the same result, you would just build some technology. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, where is there going to be growth (laughs) and progression if you're continuously doing the same thing and not really giving any tweaks or alterations to just work with someone else's style, you know? Right. Everybody brings something valuable to the table. Right. Like, like Eric got smoothness. Zim is nice as hell and can finesse people, like, you know, make people like him and shit like that. That's I not what it's about. That's not what it's about. be finessing y'all to think he nice. He really... Stop it. Right? I know. We gave him the smoke-free title. Even though he really be about that smoke, that's what I be saying. I'm telling y'all. Zim got that chopper. Where you at? Midtown is him? Whoa. Whoa. He out here dropping bins. He dropping bins. It's got too real. I might have to throw the bleep in there on that one, <laughs> you live in bed, right? Now that's real. Nah, but yo, wait. You was playing football for 17 years? Well, I played football from six up until, well, not 17 years. I guess it. From six until 21. So whatever that is. Damn. 15? Yeah. Yeah, 15. I, I Why football? <laughs> he, said, he, he said, I don't give no smoke, but I can, I, I can do something. Y'all funny. Y'all good. That's right. <laughs> Y'all are funny people. Wait, why football? Why was football your your thing of choice? Uh, family, bro. You know, it was uh, it was like a thing. Like my my cousins, all my cousins played football, 
And I was like more or less the youngest adult cousin out of all the boys or whatever. And everybody was playing football. I was wanting to be like my older cousins and, you know, play football. Like I got pictures in my room, me and Redskins jersey, four years old, you know, and that's just that's just the way I've been raised. And, you know, it's really much it's more or less my makeup, you know, in regards to how I go about my day, how I go about life for real. You know, I've been a leader on the football field, off the football field and everything I've learned in terms of dealing with people, talking to people, working with people, people in general has just been from my experiences on the football field and all my successes, all my failures, you know, how to deal with adversity, how to deal with, you know, being on top, how to deal with being on the bottom in between, you know, all that, you know, all that stuff, you know, is really, you know, how I come to be who I am, you know, in terms of, you know, mentoring people and, coaching my little brother, you know, and stuff like that, you know, is really, you know, really, you know, who I am is just a football player, you know, trying to make it not playing football. <laughs> and you were saying you even like use football metaphors, right? Like to talk to your clients. Oh, yeah. OD. OD. Cause hold up. Explain what you do first. I feel like I just like said clients and it's like, all right, client. What, oh, what yeah, kind yeah. Of clients? So, so I'm a, um, I'm a, like a financial advisor. I work at you know, I do like financial consults and more or less with, you know, retail investors and clients that I have. Um, but, you know, really what I do is I use what I know and, and make it make sense to people, right? Because everybody isn't a, a hedge fund type of person and has a crazy mind like that, that thinks about numbers all day. Like, I obviously don't think about numbers all day. I'm more of a person who can make things make simple, make things make sense to the majority of people without using a lot of jargon. So, like, whatever sports make the most sense to me. So, like, when, you know, we were just talking about, you know, the diversified, uh, you know, team you got to have to win in uh, fantasy basketball, you know, I, my mind was just thinking about, oh, yeah, this is just like a portfolio. You got to have a diversified, you know, investment portfolio that ultimately grow long term. And, you know, that's just what Eric was talking about with his – the fantasy basketball team. Like, you want to have somebody who can box out. You want to have somebody who can score points. You want to have somebody who can get assists. Just like you want to have a, a high-yielding growth stock. You want to have a value stock. You want to have bonds. You want to have corporate bonds, municipal bonds, all these different things working uncorrelated. So when one thing goes wrong, the other one isn't affected by it. And, you know, that's, that's more or less what I do. And, you know, I tie in basketball to, to make it make sense. Like, I use the Warriors, I use LeBron, I use a Zion Williamson to, to identify with, you know, certain people who like sports. And I can kind of make it make sense to anybody. Like, if you like fucking, fucking golf, you know, I'll tie in the golf, you know, some way or fashion. Like, if you like food, I would, you know, use food. If you like, you so you're know, able to just whatever. You're able to relate and just bring it down to just more of a, of yeah, a human but, level. Exactly. I like to make it simple as possible, you know, try to, you know, make sure they understand because what a lot of financial advisors would do is use a lot of jargon and make themselves sound smart, intimidate the fucking people and, you know, make it seem like, you know, only they know, you know, what they need to be doing and, you know, not really put them on track or make them on the same page as where they need to be. And I don't really believe in that. I don't really, I don't really like how that shit sound. So, yeah, um, man. 
It comes back that's, to the ego, man. It's, it's really yeah. just all about the ego. And ego. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of these dudes, a lot of these dudes, some suckers, bro. Like, they don't, they never want to fight before. Like, <laughs> they never, it really comes down to, you know, how you go about your shit. Like, if you a real yeah. dude, like, if you've been in a fight before, you won, you, you've been in a fight and you lost, like, I honestly don't think these dudes ever had a, a adverse situation that had to persevere through. So, like, you know, in terms of, like, coming from nothing, I'm probably the lowest net worth person in my office, you know, off rip, you know. And a lot of people haven't struggled like I've struggled. A lot of people in the industry haven't, you know, been through a lot of trials and tribulations. A lot of people aren't black. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Up, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not to be funny, but that's what it is. Like, I'm the only black financial consultant so that like, makes sense. <laughs> No, it doesn't make sense at all that that's really the situation. But I feel like a lot of that comes from, because I know you said a lot of people haven't had any, like, adversity. And people really got to realize that taking the L really does not mean that it's really a loss. That yeah. L is just a lesson in the end of the day. And that's, like, Facts. that's what people Facts. really, exactly, <laughs> like, people really fail to realize that. And that's the craziest thing about it. It's already just learning experiences, bro. Yeah, man. And the dope thing, too, is like we keep talking about Ray Dalio. Uh, and I'm not just saying this because he didn't cut the check, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, my bank account is is kind of shaky right now. If y'all getting some money from this, no, like, no, no. y'all got to let me know. I, I need that Venmo request I will, I will, I will right now. Right now, bro. Steve Harvey or some shit and doing Nah, it. I appreciate you. I know, I know you transparent. You just, you just said that. You got it. Hey, hey, buy the book if you want to. Don't buy the book if you want to. But I think what's super dope, too, is like a lot of what we're talking about is like, yeah, I'm sure it was framed in a certain way in the book. I mean, it, def- it clearly was framed in a certain way in the book that resonated uh, but it's a lot of like the same answers that are accessible through very different ways like it's dope yeah. like, just like people who who kind of understand these fundamental principles about how you can and should live your life and then they just pass that forward in their own language and then some yep. someone somewhere you know a hundred of them can go by and they and someone somewhere is just like man these people are just preaching like what are they talking about what are they talking about but then you kind of get it from a different source in a slightly different language and it's like oh this makes sense like right it's just about, right. It's about seeing it through this you know vantage point and now i can start to move that way that's a fact bro like you know you know that's that shit really spoke to me bro like i ain't gonna lie that book woke me up uh Chris, my roommate, he gave me some dope. He gave me, well, I, actually, I was like, bro, I need this book. I kind of just took it and <laughs> took Chris's book. I read Chris's book. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'll be, I'll be reading mad books, bro. This shit is important. Ain't nobody else gonna tell me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd rather get it from a book where I know this shit real. Shout out to Percy, he just dropped off his bed. But yeah. Like Hey, 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 the mysterious <laughs> Shout out to Percy. What's good? Yo, What's Percy good? Percy got down. He a mysterious ass dude, bro. Percy would work all night, and I'll just see this dude passed out, and then he working again. Like, these niggas be in here really grinding, bro. I got a good roommates, bro. That's a blessing. Facts. Good influences Facts. around you. Wait, quick thing. Quick thing. You said that you weren't really about, like, reading a fantasy book, so on and so forth. Is nah. that just because of football and just, like, you're just like you rather just learn through real life experience and things that actually exist 
do you not have room in your mind for like the for the imagination now? Uh more or less, bro. I honestly just don't I just don't fuck with it. Like like that shit just don't resonate with me. Like I couldn't That's read real. I can't like I've read fiction books before, but it was about something that I went through and I can relate to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like it was like a book coming up. I think this dude's name was Walter Dean Myers was the author, I believe. And he used to write like basketball diary type books, like books about like young kids coming from, you know, the inner city, you know, trying to play sports. Or uh, another book he wrote was that I, I was reading this shit in like middle school. It's called Monsters. It's about, you know, like, you know, this kid who was like, in, like his friend got into some trouble and. It was like some shooting and shit, and then they went to jail, and it was like shit like that I can relate to, but I know it's yeah. fake. But it's good to read words on paper because you get you get good at it, you know what I mean? Your vocab getting better and all this stuff. But like that shit just like Walter Dean Myers was one of my 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 first authors I was really 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 fucking with, and after that, after I went to college and played ball and you know more or less didn't really feel like I had enough time to, to really indulge in shit that wasn't going to help me grow. I just was like, yo, I don't, I don't got, I don't really got time to be dealing with this. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to read for information to grow, to, to accomplish something. You know what I mean? I'm not really just reading to read. I'd rather talk to, to my niggas and shit as opposed to just reading the book. I read for information, not just to, you know, read on paper and shit. Just to clarify for sense. our listeners, we are not anti-fiction. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not. Hey yo, read yo. If you like fiction, read your fiction. It's just not for me, you know. I exactly, just, exactly. That's, that's just not where I'm at. I, I'm advocate for reading anything. You read, read a magazine, read the newspaper, read the fucking, read the bus stop uh, schedule. <laughs> read, read Don't be late. <laughs> yeah, read whatever you got to read to to read something. Because I have friends from back home that, you know, have real, real bad reading problems and it don't make no sense because, you know, they went through college and, you know, played football and still can't read. So that shit really just bothers me. So I'm like, if you find, if you like newspaper and you like sports, read the sports section in the newspaper. If you like, you know, fucking fashion, read the fashion section. Read whatever interests you. But you got to read something. That's <laughs> like, right. Don't be just listening to niggas. But listen to us. Nah. <laughs> nah, because the reason why I asked that too is because you um you said that you also like to think about things more abstractly. So I was just yeah. essentially just trying to um figure out just like that common ground in general that people could have where you can just essentially flirt in between not both realities, but um I guess just um two forms of information. Right. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess in my experience, um, and that's just my experience. I was gonna say, like, it's it's actually kind of similar to yours in the sense that, like, I feel like I read a lot more fiction when I was a kid, and then I kind of drifted away from that as I started to experience more things. But like, and also because I feel like a lot of the more imaginative stuff is accessible now through like so many TV shows and movies and stuff. Like, I, I kind of like seeing it in a visual way as opposed to like reading it um but but that being said i also now read like a lot more like poetry and things like that like i try to read like i've I've this one one book of poems that i've been trying to read like a poem from every night and, and stuff like that so i still kind of get the abstract uh it's it's kind of like reality remix that's how i view it um, right I feel that. 
But I agree, man. Zim, you kind of you slick really. artsy anyway, bro. <laughs> you got like an artsy creative vibe to you, bro. That's, uh, I did not make this podcast to solicit uh, encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, no, no. I mean, that's that's just real. I mean, sometimes it, but, but I'll take people's it. minds just work differently. How do you take that? What? I mean, yeah, wrong with it. <laughs> you, right? Oh, get it. Stiff arm all out. Hey. Please don't worry. Let me. Hey, run inside the shit. I need a SP. No scantron. No test me. Self defense, no wrestling. Book a cedar on the nigga here. I make money disappear. Back up camera, see me in the rear. Back up, bad thing you lack, come. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, act up. We ain't swapping, it get tactical. Feeling like the Wayne car. Child star. I've been that nigga for forever. Look what don't look now. They getting nervous. Huh. I remember when they curved me Back when Kim had broke my heart And she knew it I got way too high and almost blew it Walking them all and throw my shoes in the trash can I got them rap checks and spent it with Mad Men He fell in love with them damn Zans I fell in love with a white girl I know that she don't like me back Young kid, I need a Nike chick Police tryna indict me, yeah Rex T tryna bite me, yeah There was no one like me, yeah Let the choir sing Shit, I need a SB. No scantron, no test me. Hey, Self defense, no wrestling. Uh, book a cedar on the nigga here. Uh, I make money disappear. Uh, back up camera, see me in the rear. Uh, back up, bad thing you lack, come. Man, I see you lifeless. Why, like, I like this? Please be the fake me. If I was you, I would hate me. Ooh.